and welcome to another episode of Over Drinkers. <laughs> the Story Screen Presents podcast that's super professional. And uh, I, your host, Mike Burge, it me, I'm the only one that hosts this podcast, gets together with a friend or friends or group of friends to talk about a movie or group of movies. And today we are going to be discussing the 2000, dare I say it, Masterpiece Hidden Gem? Stop. Dungeons <laughs> Ampersand Dragons. Uh, and we'll also be touching on Dungeons, uh, Dungeons Ampersand Dragons colon Honor Amongst Thieves as well. Uh, we'll try to keep spoilers for the newer film lights as much as we can. It's uh, been just in like case. three weeks. It's been a bit. Just yeah. to be respectful. If we're going to drop spoilers, we'll tell people. We'll be like, all right, spoilers are about to happen. You can skip ahead 15 seconds or whatever. I just feel like if you're worried about getting spoiled for a film, maybe you shouldn't listen to a maybe. fucking podcast. Well, this one's about. on Woo! the 2000 masterpiece, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we, we're going to have more than enough to talk about oh, this my one. God. I'm spoil shit. I'm sorry. All right, we'll spoil shit. All right, guys, we're spoiling shit. I've been overruled. Uh, all right, and uh, Today, I am joined by uh, Diana DeMiro. Ayo! And Linda Codega. Hi! Uh, and we're gonna, we're gonna, we, we just sat down and we watched Dungeons and Dragons. We had ourselves a nice ravioli dinner and uh, we ate a bunch of snacky treats while watching this movie. And what is this uh, I got voice? a little choked up. What's going on? I got a little yeah. choked up because oh, I, I care about this movie a lot. You know, I, I watched it a lot when I was a kid and I'm just I'm so happy that you guys got to watch it with me. Two out of three of us had never seen this movie before. Very true. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I had seen it too much. It so. was. A movie. Brings it all together. <laughs> um, it was a film. It certainly was in cinemas. Like, what? Uh, all right, before we jump uh, into it too intensely, uh, just a heads up that Story Screen Presents uh, is a host to a slew of podcast shows. Over Drinkers isn't the only one. We also have Hot Takes, Captain Breakcast, uh, Freaking Out with Flanagan, loads of really fun stuff, over 350 episodes of absolute goodness. So if this is your first time coming on in, get back over there and listen to other stuff. You can also go to storyscreenbeacon.com where we have a bunch of articles and reviews. Linda, you've written some of those in oh, the past. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, your, in your your old days. My heyday. And, yeah. uh, and Linda and I did some podcasts with Bernadette for Oh, yeah. Nine. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Throwback. We, yeah. yeah. Try uh, Nine for anyone who doesn't know, which is probably everyone, was a podcast where we talked about two movies as long as the movies were both published in a year that ended in nine. It was great. That was the it pitch. Was great. It was, it was great. great. It was great. It was great. It was like just three of us just like slew of good shit to pick from. Just like comparing <laughs> like one of us would be the host and the other two would be the the talkers, the panelists. Mm-hmm. It was really great. I mean, fun. One, one of my favorite ones was comparing the uh, the Phantom Menace to Galaxy Quest, which yes. both came out in 1999, which was like the That most, was a good episode. It was such a good, it was, a, it was about yeah. tropes. Anyway. Yeah, that's a great episode. Um, (laughs) And uh, also, you can go over to uh, our Patreon, Story Screen Presents, and uh, give us money to listen to more goofy shit. Um, And as always on Overdrinkers, we are partaking of a special cocktail beverage. It's Um, spicy. This one's spicy, yep. It's, uh, this is a, uh, the recipe is in the description, and this is a mixture of brandy, bourbon, goldschlager, and some bitters with a lemon peel garnish. I'm calling it the 1GP. I'm calling it Dragon's Breath. You can call it whatever you want, actually. It could be Fireball. It's just like you go into a 10 by 10 room. I pretty much created Fireball. That's all I did. You go into a 10 by 10 room and you cast Fireball. Cheers. 
Yeah, cinnamon's not my favorite thing in the world, oh. but that's why I got a little bottle of Goldschlager. Oh Your mom would like this. Probably. She yeah. likes cinnamon. My mom would like this. She likes a lot of things that I do. Um, <laughs> Alright, we're talking about Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, the are. 2000... The uh, year's 2000. The year's 2000. <laughs> the gentler um, time. Jeremy Irons just bought a castle and needs to pay for it. <laughs> uh, Marlon Wayans is on top of the world and cannot be stopped. Marlon Wayans was great! Thora Birch is on the tip of everyone's tongue after her... Oh, gross. Uh, ...performance in American Beauty, She's a film like that has not oh, aged so she, poorly in any way. So she made this after American Beauty, not yes, the other American way around? Yes, American Beauty, that's the 99. That's, I would like to imagine that this was made first, but that's okay. I mean, it's possible. Who knows? Who knows? It might have taken a long time to get all this amazing uh, uh, post-production work done. This was also released in theaters... A year after Phantom Menace, and a year before, or the same year as Lord of the Rings. Year before, yeah. Year before Lord, Lord of, Lord of the, the Rings and Harry Potter were both 2001. 2001, yeah. yeah. So just to like set, set the stage. A simpler like what, time. What's going to happen pretty soon is literally Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And this is New Line Cinema uh, made this movie, and they make Lord of the Rings, and eventually uh, Warner Brothers or the Time Warner Company... Uh, consumes New Line Cinema. Um, so it's all it's all in the same wheelhouse. And then they win an Oscar for Lord of the Rings in like 2004 for yeah. fucking Return of the King. Yeah. The, yeah. That's what we're dealing with. That's Return like, of the King swept the uh, my, my sweet, sweet The Aviator should have won and uh, it did not. And what? Yeah, I love The Aviator. I mean, I it's a good film. Don't, don't get me wrong. I love that film. Again. When he's like walking around with little shoe, but like with little like, Kleenex boxes of shoes, like I get it. Yeah. But how dare you? Yeah, all the, ch- the 12 <laughs> chocolate chip cookies, 12 chips per cookie. Uh, no chips can be, 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 be too close oh, to the side. I can't. I can't. Don't. All right, we're yeah. done. We're done. You gotta stop. Take his you gotta left stop. Because I see my future in that and it makes me sick and rock back and forth. We've got to reel it in. Oh, no good. Reel oh, it? never. Overdrinkers? <laughs> you don't reel this in. The last Overdrinkers that we recorded went off the rails hardcore with Scotty on Heathers. Oh, my Jeremy goodness. Irons. Jeremy Irons. Acting. Acting. That's a word. That's a word for what Jeremy Irons is doing in this movie. I think, Eyebrows. I think commitment yes. is a good word for what he brings to this movie. He's a professional. He's He's like he continues to be a professional. He entire really does. He's so expressive and he's so dialed in. He's, he's a stage actor. He's a stage actor. He's a stage acting like just taken to like the peak performance <laughs> because it's just so. He's playing much. to the back row, honestly. But yeah. there's no back row. Like, yeah. He's just like it's a camera, but honestly? he's just like I want to make sure that that guy all the way back there gets exactly what I've got going on. Jerry Aaron slayed. He show. really did. He's very much like. Doing some weird conducting with his hands a lot. With the one when he's like, yes, uh, we're we're holding up two fingers for our podcast audience. (laughs) It's an audio medium, yeah. Because he's in that like Senate hall, and he's just like doing this Julius Caesar or thing. He's got like incredible. He's got epic capes. Outfit. There's a lot I of gold lame. I think he has the most costume changes out of any other As character. As he in this movie. should. He does. Everybody he else is pretty much four. wearing the same thing pretty much the whole time. Yeah. We're going to talk about your um, shaming Marlon Wayne's hat in this, which, you know, 
He deserves we'll get there. it. No, I, I really I don't thought think he, he was going to turn out to be an elf and that his hat was hiding his ears. And yeah. They, they yeah it was funny listening to you. They could have taken advantage of that. It was funny listening to you guys dig into like, what could possibly happen in this film that you guys had never seen and that I have like it's burned into my head even though I haven't seen it for like 20 years and why is this burned into your head I owned it on VHS when I was a little child um and I just would watch it all the fucking time because I thought it was like a fun little fantasy movie I don't think I ever had like the you know when I call it a masterpiece it's just it's that type of masterpiece if you know what I mean I don't like, know it, what it, mean. it's a bizarre masterpiece a bizarre masterpiece I think this movie is cuckoo bananas I mean <laughs> You were, kind of, you were 14 when this came out. You weren't a little boy. I was <laughs> a little boy. I'm still a little boy. I mean, well, I mean let's go. Potato, down. potato. Yeah. Was, uh, was, uh, we're wrecked together a little bit But I mean, much. like, you know. A child. <laughs> you were like a freshman in high school. Like, uh, in that sensitive, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, which is a sensitive time. Accurate. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, was a right. I was a skater boy. 9-11 hadn't happened yet. Skater boy. And uh, the world was a different place. True. And I would just, like, pop this bad boy on, like, all the fucking time. Like, this movie and, like, Scream 2 and... Um, but you popped it on all the time before you saw Lord of the Rings. Well, yeah. And then once Lord of the Rings happened, I was then watching it was on repeat. I feel like that's what happened to this movie is that unfortunately this could have been a real good time, but then we got Lord of the Rings. And so why would you keep watching and that's, that? Like, that's kind of like the fun thing. Like I, I haven't watched this thing really since it came out. Uh, or like that year span where I was just watching it constantly. And it is like what Linda was saying, like it is that thing of like putting it into context of just like yeah. a year after this, the entire like fantasy cinematic realm is redefined by not just one major franchise, but two. Sure. Mm -hmm. Like there was like a lot of weird, like, you know, Harry Potter nonsense going on, like with all like the, the CGI buildings and like swinging around. You're like, Oh, that's yeah. when you go to Hogwarts in like the good. first movie. It yeah. Looked good. It Definitely. was like solid CGI. Unlike, well, unlike, up to a point. I mean, <laughs> the dragons could maybe have know, used a little touch up. I'm not saying, I'm saying Harry Potter. Oh, Harry solid. Potter. Oh, oh okay. yeah, 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 yeah. This CGI, however. <laughs> mm -mm, mm -mm. I thought you were lot. just being really nice no. in CGI. I was like, that's very nice of you. This thing's got direct to sci fi channel energy all over it. Oh, oh shit. it's not even direct to sci fi. It's like direct to like streaming on YouTube oh, with like freebie ads. <laughs> That's what this is. I mean, we were enjoying it, though, to well, be fair. Because it's like 23 years after True. it's been like True. released into the public. We have the knowledge of 23 years <laughs> to like judge it upon. And we're just like, oh, my God, what is happening here? So let's break it down, the characters in this, and how many crazy freaking story set piece things were in Dungeons and Dragons Honor Amongst Thieves. Oh my god. Because I had no idea. I mean, when they say, what about Honor Amongst Thieves in the movie, we don't want to go. They say it like twice. They do say it twice. Yeah, like, it was in the, case it you was forgot. The, the once upon a time in Hollywood meme. It was like, oh, oh they said, they said that, that, that's it right there. I could honestly see John Francis Daly and his, his bud whose name I'm spacing on because I'm tired. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Being like um, watching this together at home and then being like, that's it. That's it. That's the Jonathan Goldstein. That's the name of the movie right there. <laughs> <laughs> Just Leo pointing at the fucking film. Oh, man. So yeah. I, I have like deep embedded memories of the main character 
Ridley Freeborn, played yeah, by you, Justin Whaley. You had this weird movie because I know him. Yeah. He was Andy and Child's Play 3. Nope. That's where I know him from. There's a what? There's yeah. a not very good mm-hmm. deep cut. It's uh, good. 1991 movie that aired on the Disney Channel only that was called Perfect Harmony that had yeah. him as white, like, Baptist church choir kid, and yeah. then the other kid was black, and it was during segregation mm-hmm. in the 60s, and then they became friends. Oh, it's like Green Book. It was mm-hmm. like Green Book. Should have won Best Picture at the Academy Awards. <laughs> it was on a Disney Deser- Channel Deser- after Deser- movie, Deser- and it was cute boys singing, and Diana watched it a lot. <laughs> does his friend teach him, or does he teach his friend how to eat uh, fried chicken? In it? No. No? That's not a scene that's no. in the movie? No. That's in Green Book. It's just they harmonize. Have you but not seen Green Book? <laughs> I've never no? seen there Green Book. There is a scene where I've never seen Green Book. There is a scene where I don't Vigo want to get sidetracked, Mortensen but I've also never seen Green Book. Teaches <laughs> what? Mahershala Ali how to eat fried chicken. Uh, what do you mean? Because Mahershala Ali has never eaten fried chicken, apparently. So Vigo Mortensen is explaining to him how you eat fried chicken. It's food. It's food. It's food. It's, food. <laughs> it's great. And then they and then they litter. And, I, and then they let her. You what? haven't seen Green Book? You'd love Green Book. No, no, nobody loves no. Green Book. Why did? How did that win Best Picture? Did someone get paid like a ton of money? Like, was there a prize? You need to have a Green Book because that was the year after Parasite, and so when sure. Parasite won, like, was your director, international was film, Parasite? and Best Picture, you were just like, oh my god, the world is fucking fantastic. I love this, yeah, and yeah. then they have to come at you with like, yeah, but also Green Book. Then next year, when Bong Joon Ho made his Oscars kiss, yes, yes. And I love that's it. literally the and background uh, picture for our Patreon. Because yeah, it's, like it's good because he was just like, the Oscars are a local awards show. And I was just <laughs> like, yeah. I was just like, babe. So good. Work. So oh, good. Bong. God, he's so right. He's the best. <laughs> he's so right. And he should say it. And no one should question him ever. Actually. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, that sounds sounds about as good as Green Book. Uh, I guess it didn't. Uh, it didn't. Uh, it, you know. it didn't spark the uh, the same. Um, As a okay, so figure like a, um, a early '90s Diana also liked Newsies, and I think that Ooh. this was also in that vein where it was like, yeah. "Hey, cute boys, now they sing." Cute boys, now they sing. <laughs> okay, that's good. honestly, a good pitch. Uh, but you know, in hindsight, I'm like, no, a little too churchy. Sorry. Mm-hmm. A little bit too much Jesus. A little too much Jesus. What was, uh, what's everybody's, like, first interaction that they can remember with Marlon Wayans? Uh, Not as Snails, who is my best friend and I love. I mean, was Marlon ever on? <laughs> my good time boy, my sweet cheese. Was, was Marlon on oh, in Living friend. Color with his bros or no? Living Color. Because that's, because in Living, Living Color is my first interaction with all the Wayans brothers, and I watched that show way too young because my mom would just let me, and it was hilarious. I am but not sure if Marlon Wayans was in in Living Color. I don't know if Honestly, he was either, but his bros. Oh, yeah, no, he was. Yeah, he was in there for two, yeah, two years. Yeah. For me, yeah. it was probably White Chicks. Oh, yeah. That was the first? Yeah, I didn't watch a lot of films as yeah, a I'm child. Trying to, don't be like, a menace to South Central? No. That's white, like his first big... White Chicks big... was also like 2004, yeah. and I was yeah. 14. Yeah, White Chicks was on TV a dream. lot. No. I don't think so. Which is the same year as that. Wow. Okay, hold on a second real quick. Dungeons sure. and Dragons. Yes. This scary movie and Requiem for a Dream are all 2000. Wow, that he was, was busy. All, yeah. Like I said, I don't powerful. Think, I don't think I saw Requiem for a Dream. Again, I was 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So White Chicks when when I was 14. What I do think... you think about White Chicks? Linda, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'd like to say it. I don't 
white chicks I don't like, I don't like while a that. microphone is recording. <laughs> I know, it's a hobby. I think I found it funny when I was 14. Yeah. As I think that's what the market was going for with white chicks. You know, I think I found it funny when I was 14 in 2004 when it came out, and mm-hmm. I probably would not have that opinion now. But, uh, probably, not. probably not. Probably not. But, but as snails, uh, your best friend. My rotten soldier. Your, your stinky cheese. Yes. Sweet cheese. Your sweet cheese. Well, it could be my boy. stinky cheese from time to time. Especially when he's in that oatmeal. Yes. Ugh. But, oh, like, shit, he, that shit. he was, like, the most compelling character in this film. He was the one that I actually cared about. Well, I was, like, jamming up snails for you guys. I was, like, wait until you meet my buddy that's in this my movie. My best friend. Right, but my our, sweet cheese. My good time boy. My rotten soldier. <laughs> Uh, our, our Madge character was not. She did oh not win gosh. me over. Uh, she was Marina. snooze. She was snooze fest. Marina was so boring. She could have been a lamp. And she could oh. have been a lamp. They could have been. You know, if she had just been a very pretty lamp, people wanted really bad. Nothing would have changed. <laughs> it's it's so mean because it's so true. Like that's why I'm like, yeah. oh god. <laughs> well, she barely spoke for like the first. 30 to 40 minutes then they vanish into the map and then when they come back they like each other which is a great like wait am I missing a scene in yeah. this movie that's they, then they come out and just drop exposition of what they just learned yeah. they say character names they probably like, shot something like, that got the cut. Scrap. Yeah, yeah. They cut a ton of stuff from this film. I saw like a, a deleted scene, so I've never seen this film, but I have seen a deleted scene from this film. Are you talking about the egg, the dragon? Where Ridley finds a dragon yes. egg. Because <gasps> there's a scene in the movie where away. he wakes up. Why did they, and the elf why did they the elder elf is like, You saw a dragon be born, my man. Yeah, what? There's that like was so an amazing I'll show it to you afterwards. There's you an amazing amazing unfinished. <laughs> Unfinished, stress on unfinished. Oh, so does that mean the CGI is even worse? Ooh. You know, it's not as good, but not far off. It's not even CGI. It's not just like great. there's just it's like just a some plastic, guy with a puppet. Yeah, with a plastic with a, dragon that just a goes, tennis ball on a stick. Like, hey, not hey. even a tennis ball. Like, literally, just like a plastic 3D printed dragon. Of course, uh, they didn't have 3D printing, but you know what I mean. Well, yeah, they had like a little Lego doll attached to a stick that they just like flew off into the distance. Who was, who was your favorite character in this? Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Who's your second favorite character? It was Jeremy was it Irons Lewis? is your favorite character. What's his yeah. name? What's his character's name? Don't look at it. Don't it was like Profion? It was Profion. Okay, I'll just test well, it. But, but, I mean... It should, be snails. it should be snails. You know that it should why? be snails. Because you can he's remember Snail's name. He's there to die. boy. He's just there to have fun. Oh, no, I mean, do anything. Of, the, one of thing. the good characters, he's my favorite. I just want to so ask. He throws the map at him. What is one thing that Snails does that impacts the course of the plot of this film? Mm, he's diver- one thing. He, he diverts. One That's thing. About it. He gets. He, he gets the, the elf lady to like him earlier on. No, he doesn't. And that could possibly <laughs> mean why she doesn't just. He's good for him morale. In the middle of the woods. <laughs> no. Um, no, he's not good. For he's morale. a support. He's he's Chewbacca. Like, okay. You know, what does Chewbacca do but with for less Star skills Wars and less strength? You know? But I, he diverts. My the only theater. point. Chewbacca does a lot in Star Wars. Yeah, I, Chewbacca I didn't mean like, that. Yeah. has it's a bad agency. example. My point here is okay. Snails is very fun to look at. Yes. And listen to. Mm-hmm. Yes. But he's not exactly a character, he's another lamp. Yeah. Oh. So they could have given Snails. him a little more. Remember when he's got the stuffed cat and he's like petting it? A lamp. A lamp could do that. Literally, cannot pet cats. You can literally lie. If literally another, if Ridley was puppeting snails, nothing would have changed. Ah. Hmm. I don't know. I feel 
which we definitely could have gotten rid of the mage, but name one thing Snails does that impacts the plot. Besides, yeah, he gets die. the map back. Does, and do they use the map? I don't think so. <laughs> but that's not Snails' fault. He thought that they need. He was like, they would go in and get the map. Oh he was like, God. "You got it." <laughs> it's like, don't even the, use the, the map. I think the movie forgets about the map. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It does. It does. Right. It's a little convoluted with what a all the little. pieces yeah. are. Yeah, it does. <laughs> At what point were you like? Wait, why are they doing that with the dragons? <laughs> At the very end of the movie, it when it's just like drag, all out dragon war. Just like literally that last fight scene was the yeah. blueprint for every third act of a Marvel film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. But mm-hmm. Thor Birch's outfit was killing it. She ate. Actually, the end of this movie looks almost exactly like Ant-Man Quantumania. Like, if you <laughs> no, think of, like, have you seen that one yet? No. But you've seen the trailers. You know what the garbage that looks like. I don't think like. Quantumania yeah. was that bad. Quantumania was that bad, and I haven't even seen it. It was bad, but it wasn't this bad. But it wasn't great. Are you sure that it wasn't this bad? No, I just mean, like, visually, it wasn't this bad. Well... Like story, sure. But yes. all things Fine. considered, after like twenty three years, the whole yes, we one of the something. craziest things. <laughs> what about, have we learned? No, no, one no, of no, the no. craziest no. things about Ant Man, Ampersand, the Wasp, colon, Quantumania. I love that when you do that. Ant Man versus Quantum Man um, <laughs> is that like the ending is Jonathan Majors beating the shit out of Paul Rudd. Like that's the last uh, scene in that movie. Like that's really? it all. No, that's like not. that's what the ending is. It's like John the Major just beating the shit out of Paul Rudd. You're forgetting the after credits, but well, sure, spoiling. Yeah, stuff. there's all that, but yeah. like you know that John the Major is going to beat a Paul Rudd out of theaters. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean that's come on. Everybody sees that opening weekend. That's why I didn't make any money. Um, <laughs> I and, haven't seen it. I'm like literally paid to watch these films. I still haven't watched like yeah, Wakanda forever. Let me know any Marvel movies that you want to watch. And Literally if you want company, none of them. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch any of them. I'll watch any of them. Bad. Have They're you ever all seen? So bad. Have you ever seen Thor: The Dark World? I love Thor. Do you? I do too. Do you know? I do too. <laughs> <laughs> like my robot I was like weakness detected <laughs> bring up Thor <laughs> Thor the Dark World is one that's like I've always like kind of like mockingly made fun of but, but then as I've like revisited it. it I really like it a lot it's what it grows on you guys it does, it does, it does grow on you thank you the Thor the Thor series like the Thor yeah. trilogy they're fun vastly underrated that first one's like so much fun. First one's that good. first one's like that fish out of water kind of stuff, and it's just like kind of just takes place in like a town a in town New in Mexico, Arizona, like Arizona or whatever. That's because there was a huge discount, like a, it's not a discount, a huge tax break, right, for people to like film in New Mexico. Oh, so, that makes sense. Right. So for no reason whatsoever, except that they would get a tax break, Marvel writers decided. Yeah. To set that fucking film in New Mexico. Yeah. Or wherever they did it. Yeah. It's like, there yeah. was like no rhyme or reason for it other than like, we'll save like a bunch of money and we'll get like a rebate and they'll pay us like yeah. $3 million. Just make like, it take place in the desert. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It was literally like that. And of course we never get another film in that area because the tax breaks were immediately like canceled because I realized what a bad idea it was. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the only reason that takes place in Arizona and New Mexico, wherever it takes place in. With Papa Skarsgård. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, which I'm actually I started watching Deep Blue Sea. Oh, because uh, it's on HBO. I'm oh, sorry, it's on Mac. Well, Max. No, it's still HBO Max. It's on Aaron. until 
Was it Max? Oh gosh, it's I don't Max. Know. When is does it become Max? John? Is it's it John? On, um, John Max? It's on John, John Max. It's on John Max. <laughs> I'm just going to call it other names. It's on Edward. Oh, good joke. Stanley. I am sorry. I didn't, I didn't alley you with that. It's I actually on Stanley. It's on Stanley. Uh, I actually subscribed to Felix. That's what, that's, Ooh, what, Felix. That's, that's a Netflix rebrand. Yeah. Yeah. Felix. Yeah. I'm an Edward guy. Oh. <laughs> the I, streaming on Edward is just like, there's like I, no buffering. There's no lag. It's really, really I cool. really like Plus. Otis Plus. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Rob. <laughs> HBO Rob. <laughs> oh, man. I really hate how all of our AIs are like lady names and all yeah. of our streaming services are services are dude names. Yeah. I mean. Imagine if Alexa and Max get together. What would Ooh. happen? I mean, I mean, they probably wouldn't last the only that long, thing, but they yeah. have a good time. I feel like the only be like thing a Taylor Swift is thing. way too smart. Be a Taylor Swift thing. Yeah. Yeah. She'll get something out of it, and then the other guy will just be he's like, every, left to the ruins. He's everything. He's just, <laughs> he's just Max. Max. But I was watching Deep Blue Sea, and Stellan Skarsgård is in it as, like, the dude that gets his arm bitten off, like, at the very beginning. Yikes. And I was like, ooh, Stellan Skarsgård, great. And I was like, oh, shit, he's the first one that dies. Oh, and this is back in, like, 97, so it's just like, Skarsgård's been around for a long time, just doing yeah. good stuff. But he's not in this movie. No, he's not. Dungeons Ampersand Dragons. <laughs> in this film. But I'll tell you who's in this Marvel, film. Okay, so Jeremy, Jeremy Irons. Besides them like straight up name dropping Honor Among Thieves. Twice. Honor Amongst Thieves. Well, Twice. The, the new movie is called Honor Among Thieves. Wait, did they say amongst or among? Oh no. They say I don't know. Did we get this wrong? It doesn't matter. It's we're close. No, we're I not. can guarantee you that like my opinion is just... all white chicks will get us canceled faster than the water. <laughs> well, you've yet to reveal it, so we'll see. I was 14 and it was funny. We'll see. It was 14. <laughs> I was 14 and I thought it was funny. I'm sure that I would look Linda Kodega laughed at white yeah. chicks. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> years Honestly, ago. I'd probably laugh at it now. It was, uh, it would be so, it's probably so, so bad. All right, what do, you, what do you got? You said no. I was just trying to remember with a couple of other times that we were like, what the, what the, what the. Well, I mean, the whole fucking like time that we had Damodar. I feel like, like Damodar is an awakening for you guys. Damodar, he was wonderful. He was. He Blue was lips. so funny. Umbilical cord monster coming out of his ears yeah. for no reason. So gross. They serve no purpose except that he like sucks information out of that the was real at gross. One point where you're kind of like, how does that work? The yeah. beholders. The beholders. <laughs> when we like suddenly saw like five seconds of beholders who did nothing, literally just like floated around, <laughs> pulsated a little bit, looked like weird little like eyeballs. Yeah. This is why you're here. The sure. purple. The purple. What's going on guy? with Dungeons and Dragons and this movie? Like, what are the? Oh. I I used to play in way back in the day. Like, it's pretty accurate in yeah. the very beginning. And then yeah. it kind of went off the rails. <laughs> well, they had like a couple. So uh, for those who don't know, um, I'm a journalist for io9. And I focus on tabletop role-playing games in addition to a lot of other various things. So I play a lot of Dungeons & Dragons, um, sometimes against my will. But there Aww. were... I know. Oh, God. Don't want to talk about it. Um, it's a lot of memories. Repressed. Repressed memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there were a couple, like, actual, like, Dungeons and Dragons spells that I could clearly see translated. And then there was a Beholder, and that was about it for Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I like it when they even call the Beholder out. And They're like, just in case you don't know, that a look, it's a Beholder. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's you know what? That's something that Snails does in the movie. What's up? He points out that that's a Beholder. Pretty big deal. I <laughs> don't... 
think so. Okay. And I disagree. Uh. Why? Why would you disagree right, about because that? Because I can. That's the stupidest thing to disagree with me about. Did anyone else point out that it was a beholder? But does anyone else so. fucking care? The beholders didn't I do like that you, you pointed it with beholder, beholder. before Marlon Wayne pointed it out too. Listen, I was looking for beholder. literally anything that was Dungeons Dragons in this film. There was some not That's pretty much it. Just a couple spells early on. Yeah. We, d- we did like beholder. the like bar clubby scene, like some of the creature yeah. creatures. Yeah, like your Moss Eisley. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like Moss Eisley. Like you said, it's like, Guillermo del Toro. yeah, it's Guillermo del Toro for sure. That whole like tavern scene like looks exactly like in Golden Army when they go in, in the, <laughs> totally. in, like, the, the back alley. Yeah. yeah, totally. Wow. But uh, so I enjoyed that. There was a lot of dungeons. <laughs> a lot of dungeons. <laughs> I mean, like, is a dungeon, two. like, <laughs> two dungeons. Does a there were a lot more dungeons. What's the definition of a dungeon? There was a lot and of dragons. And in close space, so you can't get out of thing, you solve puzzle, puzzle in order to succeed. It's so got it, nothing to do with, like, chains on the walls that no. you can be, so like, dungeons into? With that definition, into? does okay. a cave qualify? Yep. Yes. Cave. If, okay. if there's a puzzle that you need to solve to get out of. If. Yeah. What? Freeborn. <laughs> Mr. Ridley. Ridley Freeborn, Mr. an amazing Ridley. name. Goes into the cave. Yeah. And there's something to find in there, then it's constantly It becomes a dungeon. dungeon. Okay. Yeah. What's the definition of a dragon? Uh, anything with scales and wings. Big? Doesn't have to be. Ooh. Okay. Scales we, they're, and they're wings. Big I mean, in this like, movie. So those little I mean, like, computer-generated right? things? What were those? Those looked like imps. Yeah, those yeah. little numbskulls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were I think sort there was like, one numbskull. I think it was just one. It was just one? It did I think it was the same one the that same we kept one. Did it belong to Damodar? Mm-hmm. I it think did. it's like Damodar's pal. I don't know if he belongs Buddy. to Damodar. Yeah. Okay. You know, it works for him. I think they're buddies. I mean, they might have been like... Bound together in an immortal, immortal pact, sealed with blood. His armor was very remedial. Yes, <laughs> but but he had quite the codpiece. <laughs> it was flashy. It's a flashy codpiece. It was very like first time cosplayer <laughs> armor. And, yeah, and what did you say? You were calling the dwarves uh, axe was like straight out of Party City. Party City. Yes. Yeah, deep fucking a deep burn. Call the ambulance. <laughs> And you were bringing up the fact that the actor that plays the dwarf was also in Pirates of the Caribbean. He's the, he's the Hello Puppet oh. guy. Parley Lee Ehrenberg is his name, and he's got a pretty he's, sick profile picture honestly, on IMDb. Let me see that. Everyone Ooh, here was just so doing, cool. Like non, they were casting character actors. For so many of these roles, yeah. wow, he really I know, does right? incredible. It's really right? good. It's kind of like if you imagine uh, Vin Diesel, like had a goatee and was like slightly more douchey somehow, <laughs> and white, like in a the little, right like, way, an Italian Vin Diesel with a goatee, <laughs> or maybe like the world's smashing, not ready. <laughs> smashing Vin Diesel and Hugo weaving together. Ooh. <laughs> First they kiss, and they become that guy. <laughs> First they kiss, then they become one. <laughs> but yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. This movie was directed by a man by the name of Courtney Solomon. Oh, it's a man? It is a man. I know. I was bummed out by that, too. Uh, <laughs> he also... Yeah, yeah. He also... I was ready for women to fail. He directed the, <laughs> uh, the Ethan Hawke movie Getaway. 
Do you remember that movie where no. Selena Gomez plays Ethan Hawke's like daughter or no. like a person that he needs to save? Oh no, it's, it's, it's kind of like a it's like kind of like a riff on like the Taken kind of thing. Sure. Yeah, I don't know, man. Ethan Hawke will do anything for a paycheck. He will. He's about to fucking make out with Pedro Pascal. Oh, I'm yes, there for it. I'm there so, for it. Man. Sorry, I know I, I swear to God, on the table. Not fucking kissing that No, it's fine. It's audio. It's, it's good Almodovar. <laughs> he is so well known for. If anybody can get those if, two to kiss. It's him. If yeah. anyone can get those oh, two man. to kiss, it's gonna be Almodovar. Pain and glory. Pain Ooh. and glory. That God. movie. That movie was so good. That movie fucked me up. Yeah. When I when I like Sabe. like halfway through when. I realized like it was about this like queer story of like denial or oppression and like the medical mean mama the medical <laughs> outcomes of like denying who you were I was just like I'm not going to survive this film I made a collage about it I was so emotional oh, really? do you have pictures not with me but I'll, okay. I'll send you some that's awesome yeah when we hang out to watch Thor movies <laughs> well, I want to do that yeah I have kept every single stub that I have purchased from a story screen filming. Mm-hmm. And I've like made collages of like a decent number of them. You've told me about this. I have. Yeah. I, I think it's Glory very cute. Yeah, so <laughs> awesome. I'll share some with you guys. Uh, but yeah, Pain and Glory was one of them again because I was so... Have you, are you familiar with uh, Almodovar's oeuvre? A little bit. I've little seen. Bit. I I've seen a other... decent amount of his films. I have not. I'm not going to lie and say I've seen all of them. Yeah. I haven't. I mean, there's I've, a I've lot. Seen, the man has made, made like 15. twenty. Yeah. I've the man's seen made a, like lot. a lot. I've seen a lot of them over the years. I haven't They're seen his most movies. recent yeah. one. You did see that one, the one with Penelope Cruz and Antonio Banderas from last year. Great. Antonio Banderas is that man's favorite actor, and I support him. Good. I mean, the fact that like he cast him like as himself in Pain and Glory. That's not Olman Dovar though. That movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I think that was a different director. Um, mm-hmm. Regardless. The one with the one that came out last year with Antonio Banderas. No, that's all of those, right? Uh, what was it called again? I don't think it was. Great just, audio. I'm just really excited for Pedro Pascal and Ethan Hawks. No. <laughs> official competition uh-huh. is directed by Mariano Cohn. Oh, somebody else. right. But... Duh. Brutal. But Brutal fucking takedown. That movie. Damn, body. That, that movie is great, though, and it's really fucking weird, and it's great. And... Yeah, it's yeah. good. But that's... that's. It feels like reality was just like rewritten for me. Like, I could have fucking <laughs> sworn... Um, all right, no, this is like... He's a per- just this so is, prolific. This is a perfect time to take a quick break. Okay. Hear yeah. from our sponsors. And then we'll be right back with we'll, more D&D we'll talk. talk. about D&D more. We'll talk about... D- yeah, we'll try and talk about Dungeons and Dragons D- more. D&D. D&D. Honor amongst thieves. Amongst thieves. Among thieves. Thefts. <laughs> no. Thieves. Okay. Repurposing the 2000 script for the new movie. Little steely boys. <laughs> Y'all get paid? Y'all sponsors? Kinda. Where's the meme? Uh, we're trying. All right. Try. We'll be back. Hey guys, Mike Birch here. Wanted to pop in real quick and let you know about our latest sponsor, Nature's Pantry. Nature's Pantry is an alternative grocery store that has been serving our friends and neighbors in the Hudson Valley for over 30 years. With two over 10,000 square foot locations in Fishkill and New Windsor, they aim to meet the needs of every healthy diet and lifestyle you could possibly imagine. 
they offer an extensive selection of items from gluten-free, vegetarian, vegan, keto, and uh, paleo diets. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce that. Along with a wide variety of healthy and clean alternatives to whatever you might find at any conventional chain supermarket. These are not your normal supermarkets. These guys are cool and they got all the stuff that you really want. Each location also has a deli serving prepared foods daily, an eco-friendly bulk department, extensive body care, and supplement departments, as well as the largest organic produce departments in both Orange and Dutchess counties in the great state of New York. For more information, visit naturespantryhv.com. That's naturespantryhv, as in Hudson Valley, dot com. And we're back. So, what, <laughs> what tangents do we want to go on now, or do we want to try and maybe get like a good five minutes in on Dungeons and Dragons? Dungeons and Dragons. Thank you very much. The, the original two thousand recipe, the the Cool Ranch Dorito original secret recipe. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we could also bring up we tried the Mexican street corn Cheetos. We did. It while was while we were watching it this. Really was nacho cheese and cool ranch like dust mixed with together. Everything, everything I wanted with an aftertaste of lime. It was weird, <laughs> distinctly weird, Man. compelling. Off the rails immediately, <laughs> straight from the blue. You did this to us. That's um, what I do. I'm Gio, the host. Stop. I guide into tangents. It's your job yeah. to talk about the movie. I don't really care about I the don't film. Know. Yeah, me neither. You no. want to talk about the newer one? Yeah. No. 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 Oh, fine. We can talk about oh, the newer one. Oh, come on. I'm going to get canceled. Why? Why? For well, white chicks? <laughs> white chicks. You know, white chicks. We'll chicks. give you a frame poster of I don't white know. Chicks maybe Marlon Wayans will be trending after this and he'll be excited for us. <laughs> You're telling me that if you brought a date over to your apartment. I hate this And you had a what? framed poster of white chicks up <laughs> oh, on the wall. No. That that wouldn't be like a good thing to happen to you? Red flag. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna just like say right now that's like a red flag. When's your birthday? I'm not telling you anymore. I'll fucking find out. I can find out when your birthday is. How? The fucking World Wide Web. Linda. <laughs> I'm not on the World Wide Web. Oh, you're not? Oh. <laughs> I've never been online a day in my life. All right, I'll start this off nice and high, and sure. we'll see where we land okay. medium or cool. I'm hot on Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. I think that that movie is so fucking good and killer at what it's doing, and what it's doing is a very specific kind of like family friendly fantasy film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The quadruple F. Yeah, sure. Uh, and I think I'm more mediocre on it. Totally. Cool. I'm not. I'm not anti. I enjoyed it. It was my suggestion to go see it as an afternoon matinee. I was like, I want to be cheered up. I don't want to think yeah. too hard. Yeah, because we know. were like between that and John Wick. I was sort of like, the time, trailer like, Do doesn't really make wanna... it look that great. Yeah. I mean, let's give it a Linda, go. Me and you were joking around about this, about like the advertising oh my God, behind the, the Dungeons. Oh my God, is so like, weird. They're just it like, why do they think that we're going to hate their movie? Like, why are they just like, yeah. please come. Please come. We know it please. looks fucking stupid. We know, that, we know that our trailers are bad and it doesn't actually tell you what's going on in the film and the plot is totally different, but don't worry about it. I saw one like, you know, like those mini trailers that they put on like Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah. that are like 20 seconds and it's just like a bunch of grab quotes. It's just literally like- one was based all around um, 
what's his name? The 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 Chris Pine. The no, Chris not Pine Chris Pine. Means. It was the the, the Reg, Pine Reggie Pine. Reggie Jean Page. Reggie Jean Page. Okay. Uh, it was based all around him, like Reggie Jean Page transcends the screen. Well, I mean, and they just kept like it was like focused because, in on uh, him. I'm like, what is he's this? Got the Michelle Rodriguez erasure going on yeah. with this? Like, but, more of her in the fucking trailer. Michelle Rodriguez is great. Yes. She really she owned her part. Yeah, in a she's way great. That I think a lot of the other characters didn't. Um, I thought it was fine. I thought yeah. it was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was funny. It was fun. It was I think funny. it's very forgettable. Aww. I am a little closer to that vein mm-hmm. than I am to Mike's. Like, we were talking about, like, Mike brought up a good point right after we saw it. It was sort of like, when's the last time they made a movie like this? It was kind of like going to see Willow. And I really enjoyed the new Willow TV series. And I was like, that should have been a movie. And then I would have rather to go see that as a movie than to see this right. Dungeons and Dragons movie, unfortunately. But there's a lot of fun. Like, I love a good journey going on a quest movie. I do love that. Yeah. It's so. good, but it's like, I don't know, man. There's nothing. There's not a lot that, about that film that's original. There's not a lot sure. about that film that's like, like exceptional it's good yeah. it's a good film but it's like entirely like it never rises above its material those are two words like per, like like there's nothing in it that's really exceptional yeah and there's nothing really in it that's original and i feel like that's why i really grabbed onto it because it is kind of that it's like they don't make them like this anymore kind yeah. of stuff where it's like sure. i i haven't seen a movie that is like that's sincerely committed to its bit and what it's doing yeah. while also not taking itself too seriously. I mean, I I agree with you on the movie bit, but I think that we just sort of have to look to like Gallivant to see mm-hmm. something that's really exceptional in like the fantasy genre. Gotcha. That like elevates it to a different level, that does something new, that does something funny and silly and still doesn't lose that earnestness. Mm-hmm. Whereas this was just, like, so earnest, it, like, almost got to the point of, like, saccharin. Okay. Yeah. Well, and that's... I did feel like... You're talking to a dude whose, like, favorite person in the world is Steven Spielberg. And, like, the kind of just, like... The, the, and, and well, I, he's my best friend, <laughs> my favorite person, but, my big boss. Yeah, yeah. My head cheese. Oh boy. Yeah, head cheese. Now nah, that's like pig stuff. It's uh, fine. Uh, like just like the sincerity and the sentimentality of Spielberg is something that I like. When I found out that he was making West Side Story, that sure. was like my brain exploded because yeah. I'm like Spielberg making a musical, especially one that has the sentimentality of West Side Story. It's fucking Romeo and Juliet, only they're singing. Yeah, yeah. and you're just like, I can't fucking wait for this. And he knocked it out of the fucking yeah. park with oh. a little fucking dank kush there, uh, and just like. That movie was unfortunately poisoned uh, by but the presence of a human being that probably should not have been there. User, yes, yeah, alleged yes. abuser. We have to put like the yeah. little well, allegedly yeah. to avoid being sued. Well, yeah, yeah. who's gonna sue us? I have but to put the allegedly. Well, good for you, Linda. <laughs> do that. Allegedly, yeah. Um, if they want to sue you, they gotta go through me. Okay, the, no, that's probably not right. Like no, you got paper. better. Yeah, I don't I got know what to tell you. <laughs> You're wet tissue paper. Like, oh, I don't trust you. Um, I, mean, I would not was, do a good job, though. I mean, the film was earnest, but I think that there's a point where it's like, if you're not actually going to say anything, you should at least say something well. Like, mm. you should say something with your whole chest. And this is just like, it's just fine. It's just fine. Yeah. I don't think yeah. it's. I don't think it says anything. I don't think it like 
delivers anything like totally new or stunning or like that's fair changes anything about filmmaking moving forward i think it's just like it's fun it's a fun yeah good solid film that's and usually I what i would like, describe as like a, a sunday matinee movie for me like yeah. i'm like i'm not about to go opening night but for an afternoon fluff vacation for my brain i really enjoyed it yeah but maybe i don't know i might like it more on repeat maybe Maybe. I feel like there's a lot of good humor. There's like really good camaraderie between Michelle Rodriguez and yes. Chris Pine, better than Marlon Wayans and Ridley in the old one. Yes. Like they're a lot more compelling. You guys were freaking out because you thought that Marlon Wayans was going to come back from the dead. I thought I like, was. They're literally doing the same thing. Well, that was the thing is like that actually, like with Linda's point about it, like being too sincere to the point of saccharine at times, I actually sure. did get kind of worked up at the very end of the new Honor Among Thieves because I thought they did that well for that last sequence when sure. he's deciding to Michelle save Rodriguez her instead comes of... comes back yeah. from the dead all the time in her movies. Totally. That's kind of what she does. Right. For, but yeah. the, like, flashbacks of, like, no, your friend helped you raise your kid. I mean, kid. that got me. That got me. That got me. So that means they actually did a good job because it actually like, got me. platonic <laughs> parent relationship. <laughs> I like that, where it's like Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez do not have to knock boots to be able to have this relationship that you can see is very important to not just themselves, but also to their... With someone we were not going to talk about if you don't want to spoil it, but otherwise we can spoil it. It's been in theaters for a month. I know, but that is like a big thing that you don't want to spoil. You know what I mean? And like, we don't have to say the actor's name, but like that scene is... Cinema. I just can't believe that we're saying that like a cameo is cinema. That is cinema. That's like what in regards to like if you if we're like Judd Hirsch was nominated for the Fablemans for like two scenes that he's in. I don't want to talk about the Fablemans. I know that you don't. The point. I think the point that I'm making if we are gushing about a cameo that's like in there for like five seconds Mm -hmm. and we're saying like that's cinema. That's the highlight of this film. Like it's not a very and he fucking shows up and he fucking does it. It's not a very good film if we're just like gushing about a five second cameo. Unless you're all I'm gushing about. I'm gushing about that. No, I see what you're saying. You know, if like that's what we're bringing up is something that's like interesting to talk about. Like, what the fuck is this film? Right. Yeah. Because there's not that much interesting about it other than like it's fun. It's like a good time. Like who the fuck cares? Like good times happen every single day. (laughs) Who cares about good times? (laughs) I don't know, man. I'm just saying like there's something about this film that's like another another thing about the movie aggressively fine that I really dig is uh, like the Michelle Rodriguez like kind of like action star kind of quality to it oh, that I wasn't expecting it. going in. Like she I was like, it. oh, she's Michelle Rodriguez. She's going to do her thing. And somebody like brought up, you might've seen this, Linda, like online, like, you know, the, I'm not uh, online. I know that you're not. Uh, <laughs> so on this thing called the internet, there's this one app called um, Twitter. I've never heard Twitter.com. of Twitter.com. Uh, I don't and know it. On it, sometimes people will like propose. They'll be like, you know, right now, the day that we're recording this, the big thing that's going on right now is like same director. And they're showing like, you know, the person that made this movie is also the person that made this movie. Yeah. But a couple weeks ago, one sure. of the things was like, who are the two action stars that define this generation? And they like liken it to like, we had Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone at one point. And sure. then like that turned into what and that kind of thing. And they're like, is it Vin Diesel and The Rock? Is it Jason Statham and Keanu. Scott Atkins? Keanu Reeves was in there. And I was like, Keanu. like, low-key 
Fucking Michelle Rodriguez yeah. has been yeah. doing this shit yeah. for a long time. Like you could say Mia Jovovich, who's been in tons of fucking action movies. True. It's kind of her go-to. Yep. But I would argue that Michelle Rodriguez is even fucking better at it. Mm. And I do in this movie, watching like, she's her punch brolic. people in this movie. She's very brolic. She's got fucking armpit hair. She's fucking crushing skulls. Yeah, and she's got awesome she's really acts. Good. She's telling them how to take better care and of their souls. She's got a little heart of gold. She does. Which is something that I like in a character. I like snails. What? She's got a heart of gold. You like characters <laughs> that are tough on the outside but have a heart of gold? I've never seen that kind of character. <laughs> oh my God. So I would have so to say, unique. the mage was really boring in the 2000 Dungeons & Dragons and... I would say that our other two kind side characters in the new movie are a little bit boring. I think Justin Smith and Sophia Lillis are kind of boring in the new movie. Take it or leave it. What do you think? I think Doric as a character exhibits like the least amount of character growth in the yeah. entire film. Yeah. Like her arc is nothing. It's yeah. nothing. It's nothing. Yeah. She, she's she's, there she's to open like, to a date at the end. She's open to a date. <laughs> yeah. Her whole purpose there is to like transform into an owlbear. Yes. It, it is cool. It is cool. It that is cool. That part's you know fun. I like cool. when she's it's escaping fun. and she's like, a mouse into a bird into yeah. a deer. Yeah. And I mean like the CGI, like the, the graphics in the new film are really good. Like solid. Like no complaints about it at yeah. all. Jonathan. Jonathan. I mean, the practical effects. Linda, were I was, wonderful. I was saving it. Jonathan. Jonathan. Are Jonathan. you really gonna? Jonathan's great. Are you gonna go on the record and be anti-Jonathan? No, anti-Jonathan. Linda's not anti-Jonathan. Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves, a masterpiece. Straight from the lips, Linda could take. That is not what I said. I read it in your eyes. No slander. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, Dork doesn't exhibit any character growth whatsoever. Ooh. Justice Smith is, like, a very nice young man who, like, plays Simon. Yeah. Who's a very funny little... And I like Justice Smith. I like Detective Pikachu. I know. Oh, my gosh. Do you guys want to know a secret? Tell us. They wouldn't let me interview him. Why? I heard about that. Yeah. Poor Ken. Poor Ken, no. Poor Ken, no, because I exposed the company and cost them <laughs> millions of dollars. Oh. Because I wrote a fucking expose on a document they did not want shown to the public. Um, anyway, uh, they're right. just like, by okay. the way, like, Linda can't interview Justice Smith. He, he like, you're too, oh, you're too hot to handle. Wait, oh, you're talking about D&D, though. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> thought you were talking about when Detective Pikachu came. Oh. And I was, like, <laughs> I was like, but Linda, what happened to the Pokemon is, card? Is Pokemon no. next, Linda? Are you going to go after Pokemon <laughs> next? I don't Sorry. care. Can't we have any nice things no, without you, you, you unraveling oh. the disaster, the evil things that are happening uh, behind no, the scenes? No, Justice Smith was literally coming into the office to do interviews. And, and I'm sure he's, he's a nice team, young man. I'm sure he's a nice young man. I'm like, what am I going to say to Detective Pikachu? But apparently, like, his team told my, my team that I was not allowed to interview him. Uh. But they said another Gizmodo inter like another Gizmodo reporter could interview Justice. I'm sorry. And we were just like Yeah, stick to your morals. Though. We were like, we pass. That's all right. We passed. And we did not interview that man. Yeah, <laughs> that just, boy and like, has been in bonkers. Detective Pikachu. Mm. All the Jurassic World. Well, he's in the last the newer, two Jurassic yeah, World. Yeah, the newer Jurassic World movies. What? And now he's in, he's in Jurassic World. As and what? he's in that movie that's like that, a fucking technician computer hacker thing. Yes. Yeah. 
I mean, it's all right. They literally, dude, Jurassic World. Uh, I haven't seen any what, of them. Dominion, the newest one. I don't care. That movie. It's horrible, I'm sure. Is No, I was actually going to say that it's like an unspoken masterpiece. Uh, no, that movie is like, they have to try so hard to squeeze uh, Justice Smith into that movie because he's a character that lives through the second one. Sure. And they're like, well, we have to put him in it, right? And how they figure it out, they're like, he can use the internet. It's like, everybody can use the internet. God, those films are... Have you seen the Jurassic Worlds? No, I've read reviews, basically. Um, eh, they're not great. I don't know, for, for viewers at home, io9 is a science fiction fantasy site that concentrates on media in various forms, um, but always on science fiction fantasy. So obviously Jurassic World is yeah. kind of like... Jurassic Park is a lot of our bread and butter. Sci-fi fantasy adjacent very close yes it's literally fantasy sci-fi it what it's like fantasy science yeah. oh my god that's how it works yeah, i think so, so. so. Wow. learn something new every day sci-fi so i read the reviews that like our rip reporters write and they are not flattering <laughs> that's fair and they're not wrong <laughs> so they're not great films I, not great Bob the guy the guy who like reports on a lot of those films is is a very like generous reviewer he will often like things yeah. even though like they should not be liked I, I would say that about one young Michael Birch a, he, a sweet boy that he can be he can be kind mm-hmm. and uh, generous to things that yeah. are okay I like what I like that whereas, doesn't mean I have taste yeah whereas I am the resident hater at io9 because yeah. I'm just like Star Wars is shit Marvel is shit mm. franchises are a death now for any actor looking okay. to get involved in All the right. Hollywood scene I see what you're saying yeah <laughs> so whenever like someone else hates something I just get this delicious taste of shade and fruit oh right shade and fruit I've had a lot of drinks. Dear You're fine, man. That's the name of the yeah. show. You're fine. Uh, Shade and Freud? <laughs> Shade and Freud? So, I know you guys didn't Sh- watch Bridgerton. Schadenfreude. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Schadenfreude. Let's go back to Zank. Oh. Because, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that man is incredibly attractive. So, just shows, for 30 minutes of this film. I did. just his show. I did watch Bridgerton. Wow. And I have seen him in Old Spice commercials, and he's very charming and very funny. He's in Old Spice commercials. He's in like at least one. I'm what? pretty sure. I gotta. I'll I think try and find. Going on that Bridgerton thing, like, yeah. wouldn't you like to fuck this guy? Yeah. And, and they're just like, and, oh, oh, I. You know, first season of Bridgerton for the record, is all about no. For the record, like Mr. Page, if you're listening to this, I would like to respectfully interview Decline. you. But uh, he's not great in The Gray Man, sure. and I'll stick by that. That he is good the, in the craziest gray man. performance yeah. in the fucking world. And, uh, Did you see The Gray Man? No, why would I see The Gray Man? Exactly. Oh, but, I don't know. If you run a podcast where you have to record an episode on it and you're forced to watch it and then talk about what? it, Sounds that like could a be sh- a reason. After, after, shit reason. after, after thoroughly enjoying him in Bridgerton, I was very pleasantly surprised to see him in this movie. Because I think this was... Great. He's like emulating Drax. He's like very literal. He has no sense of humor. He's all about his honor. And his fight scenes are pretty great. Well, he's kind of like, I wanted to break into like. <laughs> like his sword fighting is awesome. The D&D <laughs> kind of aspects for the new one, kind of sure. the same way that we talked about that one. Like there's a lot of like, um, there's like the whole like chaotic 
good, neutral, evil sure. kind of like aspect of it. And he Feel seems to, he seems to be someone that's like, what, what, what is it? Just like, like, like chaotic good or something like that. Not, not, not even, what's the other one besides chaotic? Neutral. Lawful. Lawful chaotic? Lawful. lawful good? Yeah. Is that kind of where he's at? Yeah, I would say lawful good. Probably maybe even neutral good. It seems like it would be boring on paper, but then you're just kind of like, oh, that's what it is. Like, yeah. you're just like a really good looking guy yeah. who's just like, well, this is the right thing to like do. Like when he leaves and he's just walking straight towards the boulder and Chris What's Pine's like, he's just, he's going to go right, go go right, right over it. Right. <laughs> you know, like, you're like, yes, keep that, walking. that's, that's accurate. Gosh. This is actually very well done. And yeah. like, I enjoyed that. And it was kind of nice that he didn't come back in the movie. Actually, that was kind of fun. Yeah, okay there's just like so much about this film that's like very good jokes that have been yes. strung together with very little. Yeah, I would say that I enjoyed the very good jokes. And so maybe if this was on TV and it had already started for 30 minutes, I would probably put it on in the background. Yeah. That's sort of like the vibe for me. It'd be a lot of fun. It'd be something I'd rewatch in snippets, but I don't know if I'd go see it again in the theater. Mm-hmm. There's nothing about that film that demands your attention. Hmm. I kind of like that though. I mean, the, the brain vacation. Wrong. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, when like Chalk a- Dragon shows up, like my attention was fucking commanded, and I, <laughs> and I gave it, I and I was like, "Who is this boy? Let me, let me see." I want that dragon dragons. has a name. It, what's the name? Thembershod. Yeah. How they do? Thembershod. Did they do a good job Thick of depicting Thembershod? <laughs> they did. They did a good job with Thembershod. Damn straight. Yeah. I wanted more dragons in the they new one. They also did a good job with Rancor, who was the black dragon we saw for a whole two seconds yeah. when the barbarians were fighting the the dragon folks. Uh, the, oh, the like in the flashback? Yeah. I mean, that graveyard right scene, too. Pretty good bits. Yeah, that it was pretty good. good. Yeah, the five question thing. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's such a great idea to make a film of, like, a series of SNL sketches. <laughs> wow. Bodied. All right. I don't know what to tell Linda you. Linda Kodega just rock bottoms. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons are among thieves. So oh, they rock bottom for me. <laughs> yeah. All right. So how do we redeem this conversation? We take it back to 2000s? I mean, I don't think this conversation needs uh, redeeming. I think I think we're kicking ass right now. <laughs> quality content, in my opinion. Oh, we talk about Jeremy Irons' eyebrows one more time because yeah. they're so good. I mean, he really is something. Like, he did so much is the Jeremy so Irons? <laughs> Who's the Jeremy Irons in the new movie? Who's I mean, the it's one Hugh Grant, that, it's but Hugh it's Grant? not. Like, no, Hugh Grant's just like, not Hugh Grant's like phoning it in. Like, he's, no I, disrespect to Hugh Grant, but he's really he's, just like... He bought a castle and just needs to pay for it. I don't know if he's phoning it in, but he's certainly, like, he's not given a lot of opportunities in the film to yeah. be no. good. No. True. No, because he's kind of, like, hidden as, like, a side character in the first part. Created, like, to be in the middle part as, like, this kind a of, like... scapegoat. Yeah, like, kind of, like, oh, we gotta go talk to him to do this. And then he's revealed to be, like, the bad guy. But, like, I mean, I think then he's not. That's yeah. kind of the problem with the film. Like, okay. the film is good. I like it. I enjoy it. But there is no standout performance. You don't love scary Daisy Head as the... <laughs> what does she do? I she mean, she does. She, 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 she is very good. She just gives some scary glares. She just gives some scary glares. She just, like, looks <laughs> mean. 
know. I, I just mean, I just watched her in all of the latest the season of Shadow and Bone. Yeah, I mean the performances are good. I'm like going through all the performances in my head, and I'm like, well, Chris Pine's giving you what you paid your ticket for. Yeah. It's not like he's going like above and beyond, which like but, I love what Chris Pine does. Right. He clearly I is having a good time. He's my snails. He's my sweet cheese. He's my good time boy. Yeah, he's my rotten soldier. He's my best friend. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember. He's the best Chris. I mean, I do like it. I do yes. like what Michelle Rodriguez is doing. But it's not. But it's that's not action it. oriented. That's like, yeah. can you fucking believe that this woman is fucking doing this well, kind of thing? They're my favorite. Shit in 2023, still. Sure. You know, like 25 years after like her first big like action movie, like Resident Evil and like Fast and Furious and shit, where she's just like ripping shit apart, and you're like, yeah, it's been 25 fucking years, yeah. and she's just like spinning around. Sure. And ugh, I mean, my insane. point, my point remains is that there is no performance in this film that we could arguably compare to Jeremy Irons in the 2000 Dungeons Ampersand Dragons mm. film. Well, yeah. I mean, acting. There is one. What's yeah. One? The cameo. <laughs> no, he doesn't do anything. He sits on a chair and he like shakes her hand like it's not acting it's just he's it's, there it's, it's new acting it's not it's new like, acting what the fuck are you talking you about absolutely not you you know, I was joking I was joking okay roll it back roll it back you, oh mean, you meant to God. say Jonathan Jonathan well no Jonathan is just like an absolute <laughs> peach that we need to defend at all times and put him in new movies I hope that Jonathan is the main character in the next one <laughs> Um, I mean, the practical effects in the film were very good. They were. They it's were a like lot a of breath fun. of fresh air. It's, it's, like, it's like we were watching this one, and we were just like, they're outside. Yeah, yeah. I know. Right. Like, we were just like, look, so they filmed this outside. Yeah. No, I mean, God, it was so sad. Wait, they, like, fair, literally, like, Ridley was walking from the yeah. darkness into the light. We're just like, they filmed this outside. No, what I the mean, fuck? It's kind of great. It's like, like the, real sets. The 2000s. This the makeup great. looks like shit. Like, yeah. at one point, we were like, is that Bill Hader? Yeah. Like, because, yeah. like, you can't, like, make out the face the, of somebody. The production design is really good. Like, there's all kinds of crazy shit everywhere. There's a lot of You were like, effort. Roman helmet. In the, I know. In the treasure room. What God. is happening? I was having a blast. But, uh, yeah, that, that whole, like, skeleton wizard of the, the, the rod. I wanted to call it the staff. Um, <laughs> that was pretty cool. I liked it. It was sort of like, yeah. there's a lot of goonies. There's a lot of Temple of Doom and other shit mixed okay. in here. Journey of the Hidden Temple? Temple... Temple oh yeah. Temple? Yeah, what was that? Game show called? Hidden Temple? Uh Legends of the Hidden Temple. Legends, Legends of, the of the Hidden Temple. Had a lot of those, like that maze. Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, the maze I would was say great. That I thought the effects for the maze Regis, were a lot of fun. I would say that Regigimpige. Regigimpige. He's the closest husband. one that's coming to the Jeremy Irons kind of because he's fully committed. Mm. Yeah. You can't argue the full commitment. Right, right, right. He's, he's taking not it seriously. Loud, yeah, it's not tongue in cheek. That's but very true. At the same time, like he kinda is, because he's doing that like I know what's up. I know what's going on. He's got that great part where, like, he's like, I can hear you. And yes. He's like smiling. Orifice. He does that yeah. thing where he smiles. The orifice. <laughs> right? The you orifice. cannot say that he has a good performance just because he smiles, like, offhand mm. once. No, no. I was bringing that up. Like, but he's the one that's probably, like, Chris Pine's doing his thing. Sure. Michelle Rodriguez. Doing his thing. Is doing her thing. Uh, Hugh Grant is. Kind of. So, wait. Doing how? You saw this movie. Thing. Did you see it's the no opening? Too. Did you see the opening, uh, like, the introduction from the cast? Yes, uh, no. that was at the theater. Oh. That was brutal. You need to see this fucking. Thing. I I mean, like I saw it at like a pre-screen. Oh, so that was brutal. You know how brutal. they? I heard. I actually heard about it, and I heard yeah. that someone was like, someone 
me that Hugh Grant was literally like rolling his eyes. Like it, it's, he doesn't so speak until the very it's end. It's one of those things, like for the listeners, like it's one of those things where like you know, Tom Cruise is introducing Top Gun Maverick. Good for you. Coming sure. out to see movies at the cinema. Chris it's, Pine and, and it's the cast. are also doing that. And Hugh, it, it's the main cast. Yeah. They're like, like our you're main, the hero for our seeing main this boys in the and Hugh Grant. And they're calling us the hero. I don't like that. Exactly. It's really weird. Chris Pine is nailing it. Of course he the is. The dialogue is terrible. He's a professional. It's rolling. Yeah. It's insane, but he's fucking <laughs> landing it. Michelle Rodriguez is doing her absolute best. I think she pulls it off. Everybody else fucking bottoms out. Ooh. And Hugh Grant the whole time sure. is seated far right. Of course And he he's is. not saying a fucking thing. I'm sure he's And they're doing all this thing. Goes on a little bit longer than you would want it to. Mm. And they're just like, we just want to thank you all for being here. And then Hugh Grant. And then it cuts to Hugh Grant. He goes, and now enjoy Dungeons and Dragons Hunter Among Thieves. Like that was legally all I could get him to say. It's just like Chris Pine is wearing the cutest little shirt. He you does. have he to see this great. guy. Is it, is it like it a yeah, 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 yeah. like, let's stroll on the beach. Every time they cut to the wide, because like, you know, when Michelle yeah. Rodriguez is talking, Justin they, Smith and Sophia Lillis are just sitting there they quiet do a close in the up, They do a close-up. They keep cutting into Chris Pine because he's, he's kind of like a... He's the monopoly man of sure. the situation. He's like, come to me. I will regain control. Every time they go to a wide cut, Grant is just like, he's sitting on this like bar stool. So he's slightly higher than everybody else. It's and he very just awkward. Miserable. It looks like his soul is trying to crawl its way out of his skin. So, and then they give him God. like the piece de resistance. They give him like, please, please say the name now. of the movie. Please and he sighs when he says it. <laughs> and they, that's a film crew. And they have multiple takes, but that's the one, that's probably the only one they got. So they were like, well. So the, the marketing for this film has been really weird. We mentioned that before. But they had, so basically they did international interviews. They did an international junket. Sure. And no, none of the domestic film sites, like my film site, like my site, like me, I did not get any press junkets for this film whatsoever. Hmm. Neither did most of the, my colleagues, my, like my colleagues in other, at other websites. None of them got. People who interviews. like legitimately like give was? a shit about this no series huh. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People right? like, like Polygon. People like, I think IGN was the only site to actually get interviews, but Polygon didn't get interviews. CBR didn't get interviews. io9 didn't get interviews. Collider didn't get interviews. Like, they just like give up? Yeah, like that's the thing. Like, the, the marketing for this film was bonkers weird. Yeah. Bonkers weird. And I mean, it made a shit ton of money. Like, we're getting another one of these. I know, like, God. it's going to happen. God bless us. Uh, they <laughs> I looked, agree. They 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 did like a whole premiere, like the opening night. They weren't even in Hollywood or New York. They were in fucking Paris. Oh, they were in France, and it was like Don Johns and Dragons. Do you remember the, oh, those? Oh like, shit! Really? Oh, yeah, because it was it, they were in Spain, so of course they had like the promo <laughs> and like Spanish language. Um, so everyone's just like, what the fuck is happening? But literally, like, one of the main reasons why they're not doing these, like, normal, traditional junkets for media in the United States is because it can't convince Hugh Grant to do it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. 
We all remember this was before Dungeons and Dragons came out, but Hugh Grant had that like amazing moment at the Oscars. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Where he's just like, it's all a bit no, no. fair. Isn't no, no. It? And he and poor Ashley no, Graham. No need for this. Uh, poor Ashley Graham is just like, yeah, that's where we can all let loose. And I'm like, girl, no, yeah. back up. It wasn't handled properly. <laughs> in in her defense. He gave her nothing. I mean, this is the thing. is like she kind of even doesn't really, like, did she get, like, super slammed for that? I thought, no, that, no. I thought she walked away clean. She like, did, they were she like, did walk away she clean. had no idea what she was getting herself into. Yeah, and no, no, Hugh Grant was, was kind of being the bad guy from Paddington, too. It really there. was <laughs> yeah. a lot of people online. The online consensus of which I am not a part of, because I am not online, uh, was, no, not once was pretty much along the lines of, like, Hugh Grant was kind of a jerk, and yeah. Ashley Graham was out of her depth, and it's just sort of, like, a sort of, like... Mixed it's a up. combination of those things, like, you know, both those things together could have been charming if the synergy worked. Yeah. It did not. But they then, were clashing. God, poor, poor Ashley Graham. Like, Hugh Grant was like, yeah, it's all a bit Vanity Fair, and Ashley Graham, of course, is, like, a... a, a, a pageant queen and a model, and has done stuff for television and she just like didn't pick up on the fact that vanity fair is like an actual like descriptive term yes and not only a magazine and or not a only the title of a magazine of an after party and like of course hugh grant had like very little respect for her to begin with and like had no respect for her as soon as that of- happened he was just like Cheerio. No, it was so sad. <laughs> he could have been he could have been nicer. He could have played the game. He and he probably should have. He should have. <laughs> but like he doesn't get Is that an shit. excuse? Yeah, no, no. But also like Ashley Graham could have asked him about the fucking film he was in rather That's than true. just being like, "Well, what what are you wearing?" And I'm like, "Oh, no. It was it's just like, it was what's a the disaster. film you're in?" He'd be like, <sighs> "Dungeons and Dragons on her Mondays." <laughs> I you know what? Honestly, thinking about it right now, I wouldn't be surprised if someone had told Graham that, like, they should not ask Graham about that film. Well, Interesting. I mean... Yeah. He, no, I mean, that Nobody makes sense. else on the carpet asked about that film. Yeah. Nobody did. Nobody cared about it. Like, well, I seriously think, like, they have to be, like, rolling their eyes in the back of their fucking heads that this movie made so much money. Can we money. talk about how cool the tabaxis was with the mom? The tabaxi? Oh, no. Spinning it out on this fish. I oh, thought the effects the little, were like, so good. Bit, yeah. I was like, I want the kitty. Give it oh, to me. That was kind of a bit much. When I saw that happen, I was like, oh, no. Honestly. like, we have kitty babies, but I'm like, oh, wait, we don't need to, like, it was great. It's like when I watched John Wick the them. first time and like I had my little dog curled up next to me. Yeah. It'll get and you. And that's an effective 20 minutes. Sad. The first John Wick gets me every time. I rewatched them before going to see chapter four and like I love the first. We were talking about that. I love the first John Wick. The it's fact good. that he's like as the movies because you've seen chapter two now. I've seen chapter two. So I've now I think three. you should be especially when you see three you'll get this but when I said to you that uh, it's kind of like Looney Tunes and yeah. John Wick is Roadrunner and all of the other people that operate in this world are Wiley e. Coyote. I feel like that's, like, that's kind of way to describe what it. it becomes but that first one is just so you had such a hot like such a good take on it that is like why I like that movie which kind of falls in line with like what sentimentality and sincerity it's 
it's restrained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's this whole world out there, but they're just giving you enough that it's you need enough. for this movie. Yep. And obviously as they make more movies, they have to build that out a little bit more. Yeah. And I like all the choices they make. They never make like gigantic leaps. They're like, well, now here's like two new things. Like in chapter yeah. two, they're like yeah. the marker oh. and the continental rules. Like these are what yeah, they, they are. Cause that's very important to the third act of that movie. Sure. Cause when that fucking shit happens, I man, know. that's the fucking Honestly, I gasped. gasped. Yes, <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> it's honestly, really it's honestly why chapter two is my really second good. favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going one, two, four, three right now. I really like four. Most people are four, one, two, three. No, no, oh. I, I like number one people, the best. Yeah, for obvious reasons, I like number one the best still. Yeah. But number four is really good. Four is great, and three is also uh, really good too. Like it's one of those things when I like. Two and All three, four choices are very good, but mm. one has to be last, sure. you know, yeah. and the biggest argument I have against three is that Halle Berry isn't in it enough. I just remember seeing number three in the theater and being like, this is fucking bonkers. And then I was sort of like, do they need to do all this? But I was sort of like, they're trying to top the I'm happy you're catching four in the theater, though, because that's like, that's of all four of those movies. That's the one you have to see in the theater. Well, it has a budget. It's really good. <laughs> it's good. The other one's in that budget. The first one yeah. was thirty million. Second one was fifty million. Plus, it's fun to see it in a new setting. It's it's the shit they get away with. Yeah, that chapter I four haven't is seen insane. three or four, yeah. so I think we need to move on. We're yeah. moving on. Well, I, I, actually, uh, we're gonna wrap up. What the fuck? We're getting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're hitting our closing notes right now. Oh my goodness. What else do you have hmm. to say about? Dungeons en Jones. Okay, can we talk about at the end when we thought that snails was going to come back to life, but then they all became like you guys need to talk sparkle dust and floated away? Because you guys were we equal were parts of the and also excited. <laughs> well, because I was like, like if I that really, motherfucker comes back, I, really I will burn this house down. Because but you're I, also like, is he going to come okay, back? So like, I wanted it right, to happen. I got to really preface is. it in the, in the sense that, like, I love freaks and geeks. I've always loved freaks and geeks. Sam on Freaks and Geeks is essentially my spirit animal. John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, I love Game Night. I was like... Game Night is so good. Game Night's so good. And so like... The script of Spider-Man Homecoming is great. The script of Spider-Man yes. Homecoming is great. Um, Deep cut. But then I was like... Michael Keaton's just like... You. <laughs> but then watching the 2000s Dungeons and Dragons, I was like, wait, maybe they didn't write much of a script. They just... Reworked this 2000 script, and they also brought the other friend character back from the dead at the very end of the movie, and didn't have any original ideas. But it was more complicated. It is than insane. That. Like they it was really weird. They yeah. really like, throw their chips down, and they're just like, the next one will be the search for snails. They're gonna go really? get him. Everybody's favorite character. Is it? But now that there isn't another one, it just looks like they die. It looks like it's they good. all... And it's the end of the movie. When is I, they there's either. something that's kind of special they about should. They should all die. They all die. <laughs> they went to the the great dice roller in the sky. That's not what happens in Dungeons the and Dragons. Elf, the elf no. princess said... Where do you go when you die? It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> well, I'm not going to is there a name to the place that you go when you die in Dungeons and Dragons? There's like ten places you go and when you die. Depending on what plane What's your you're favorite on. one? Depending on what you're playing, you're on. Ah, uh, the ethereal plane. Okay. Classic choice. Yeah, it's really good. It's like this kind of primordial soup. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pinot Noir of yeah. planes. Yeah. Francis Ford Coppola. 
Cabernet Sauvignon Blanc <laughs> for whatever we had earlier. <laughs> hey, hey, plus. Oh, my God. Imperial <laughs> soup. Fucking Dungeons and Dragons. The boy makes yeah. good wine. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming over to chill and watch silly movies. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for feeding me alcohol yeah. and pretzels. And pretzels and dip. And ravioli. Oh, yeah. And ravioli. ravioli. Hand- homemade ravioli, which was delicious. <laughs> Turned out really good. We found this really good sauce too. Like that's gonna be our go-to sauce. The sauce that we use today, mm. right? Mama Chef's Mia. Kiss. Mama, Mama Mia. Mama Mia. I'm Jeremy, so wait, wait, do it in your Chris Pine voice. No, we finally have Wakanda forever for Italians. Oh wait, Mama Mia is the Wakanda forever for Italians. <laughs> yeah. You have to cross out there, Mama Mia. <laughs> Jesus was, oh Christ. no. That's, that's it. Yeah. It's a Luckily, you're not allowed to be canceled for that. <laughs> I think I'm right. I am. Uh, all right. So, uh, again, this episode is brought to you by White Chicks, Linda's favorite <laughs> no. movie of all time. No. Um, and no. uh, you guys, God you guys can it. check out more podcasts on Story, Story Screen Presents channel. Loads of them. StoryScreenBeacon.com. Follow us on social media. Just fucking search Story Screen. You're going to find us. We got a brand and new Patreon. The Patreon is definitely something that you want to do because we like doing this and getting money from the people that are listening. And that makes that even easier. Yeah. We're going to start having some pop-up events, trivia nights again, and yep. some other good stuff. We've got three tiers. We actually landed our first trivia night. So it's going to be April 25th at Draft Industries in Beacon, New York. Hey! It's going to be our first uh, and trivia night. if you nice. sign up to be a member, you might be able to get all kinds of cool free shit. We have new merchandise. Yep. We're going to have new free uh, film screenings coming up, indoor and outdoor. Yeah, if you're a $10 getting, Patreon yeah. uh, member and you show up to one of these live events... You're free. We will lavish you. <laughs> you will be lavish. Special gifties. It's a new verb I'm Special on. snacks. What do you think, Linda? I don't like it. You don't okay. like it's it? It's too close to ravish. Ooh. Ra- well, I mean, no. it's not too far uh, off. What about radish? No. Radish? We'll radish you. Too close. I don't think it's any better. No. Probably not. How far do we have to change? Snails. Snails. <laughs> snails. Well, snails. My favorite too. friend. All right. Uh, Linda, thank you so boy. much for joining us. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Any follows? Anything? You're not online. I'm not online at all. Okay. Yeah, so you can't right. do that. It's cool. And that's it. Yeah. Peace. Uh, what's the Dungeons and Dragons theme song? Who cares? Who knows? Come on, you it remember it. No, that was the most forgettable score I've ever heard in my life. Dun, 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 no! Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right, bye.